the country with your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our guests. Spend some time in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories to great stories that get told. Spend some time in the country, now it's time we start the show. Alberta country artist Trinity Bradshaw joins me on the show. She has a brand new single out at Country Radio, a great one, called Good Times. And uh, we'll chat about the CCMAs that she attended recently, uh, back in September, in fact, in Halifax. Let's welcome her to the show now, Trinity Bradshaw. Hey, Trinity. Hey, Dave. What's up? I'm having a great time, and I'm really looking forward to chatting with you. Oh, gosh. I'm excited to talk to you again. It's been a little bit of a, it's been a while, hasn't it? It has. It has been a while. It's yeah. always great chatting with you, but uh, it was so cool back in Halifax at the CCMAs. Uh, I was heading up the stairs probably to grab a drink or something at the uh, actual CBC Awards, the uh, CCMA Awards that were being televised, and uh, you stopped me and said hello, which was so cool. I was so happy to see you, and it, the weekend is so crazy that when I see somebody that I really want to talk to, I like pull you aside as quick as I can before someone <laughs> else starts talking to you. So it was great bumping into you. It was. That was such a great uh, week at Country Music Week and uh, that weekend with the gala and the awards and different songwriting circles. Uh, Tell us a a bit about the stuff you did while you were there, Trinity, some of the highlights. Well, I think the biggest highlight for me, um, other than it being in Halifax, the East Coast is kind of my my hometown, and uh, that was pretty exciting. But I was also accepted this year to play the SoCan Songwriters Showcase Songwriters Round thing, and it was Mm-hmm. Amazing! I've been waiting years to land this spot, and it was I, I it was awesome. It, it was probably like the best experience the whole weekend. Um, but other than that, I had about seven other shows, um, which are kind of like showcases, acoustic style. So I mm-hmm. basically just stood there all weekend with my guitar, just me and my guitar. Isn't that great? You and your guitar. Do you do you enjoy performing like that? Without I know you obviously love performing with a full band, but how cool is it? Just you and the guitar. Oh gosh, I love, I love playing the guitar by myself. I mean, I love having accompaniment. Um, my fiddler Denis is is amazing, and I love having him with me, and I have him with me most of the time. But um, I guess you get to hear the songs in a different way when it's just myself, um, because mm-hmm. I literally get into the groove. I I don't have to follow anyone. It's just how I'm feeling in that moment. You did a great cover song on uh, your album, Open Skies, which was released last year. One of my favorites from the 80s, Missing You. Tell me about choosing that song to cover, because you know, so, so many of us remember that song so fondly. Oh, gosh. It, it was a funny story, actually. My manager had uh, mentioned the song, and I said, well, yeah, I think I, I think I know the song. And he played it for me, and immediately it kind of like sparked a memory for me. It was one of my dad's favorite songs back in the day. So uh, I kind of grew up listening to that song, and he says, well, why don't, why don't we cover it? And we didn't even think about it. We just did it, 
and um, it took me a little bit to to nail down the melody because the melody is so fantastic and and different. Um, but we finally did it, and we decided it would be a great addition to the the EP. And I think it, I'm, I think it was. Yeah, it's a great song. It has such a great sentiment. John Waite, Missing You. I ain't missing you at all since you've been gone. A great lyric and uh, love mm. that song. I just wanted to point that out. People can check out uh, Open Skies at iTunes, of course. And we have some other highlights to talk about. I mean, let's go back a few years at least to the age of 14. Uh, a highlight for you, you were the youngest winner of the Summerside Festival Talent Search in Prince Edward Island. At the young age of 14, winning that, what, what a great honor that must have been. Oh, goodness. And I, I kind of feel old thinking back to that time. It was such a long time ago. And I had entered the contest the year before that, and I I didn't win anything. That was actually like kind of one of my first big contests, um, so I was nervous as all heck. So to win the next, the following year was, was amazing. I was I was just a little girl at the time, so it was big for me. Yeah, those are the type of things that for, for an artist – at that age especially, but at any age, getting that recognition and getting the confidence uh, to keep going because that validates you as a performer. I, I completely agree. And I think like that kind of, that gave me a little bit more fire at that point. Like, yeah, this is really what I want to do. Especially the crowd. I mean, there's like 500, but they probably fill that place with about 500 people in the small town of Summerside where I'm from. And um, that was my biggest crowd up to that point. So... It Do you remember, remember what song, Trinity, or songs that you sang that uh, got you to win that? Yeah, I sang this one song. Um, we actually released this song in my hometown. It was written by Paul Falland, which is a songwriter from Summerside as well. Um, this little girl had, had passed away when, she, when I was in grade 8, and I, we sang this song and released it and raised money for her family with it. So I sang that song, which was called Don't Say Goodbye, and wow. uh, I believe I sang another cover song. I can't think of what it was, but I think it was probably the original one that that uh, that got me got me the win. Isn't that something? And then as we uh, fast forward to 2014, and I was in attendance at Boots and Hearts that year and saw this moment. Uh, you performed throughout the day, and then you ended up winning the Boots and Hearts Emerging Artist Showcase. How cool is that? I did. Oh, oh my gosh. I think it was like the Summerside Lobster Carnival, but a whole new level. Um, <laughs> the feeling, because I'm much more mature now, but the feeling was very much the same. It was it was so exciting. That was my biggest crowd I've ever played for. I think they like, they said there was like 40,000 people in the crowd when I went out and played my song. So since that moment, I'm completely addicted to big stages. And did you get a chance to uh, chat with uh, Hunter Hayes and Blake Shelton and some of the others, uh, big artists who were there uh, that weekend and that night? I I got to chat with, um, I always get to chat with like the big Canadian artists, which is awesome for me because obviously they're, they're a huge Canadian inspiration. Um, mm -hmm. For example, this year I got to meet Dallas Smith for the first time. So that was awesome. Yeah, I did get to bump into Hunter. Um, he was kind of like looking over and I like pulled him aside. He took his guitar off. He was just about to go on stage. And I said, Hey man, oh, wow. can I get a picture with you? And we chatted for a minute and they were literally like, Hunter, you got to go on stage. So he put his guitar on and he went on stage. So he gave me that, that little moment that meant a lot to me. Oh, that's great. And uh, in 2014, another huge honor for any uh, female country artist, any country artist, and, and you had this honor, you got a chance to open up 
for Shania Twain. I did. Oh, my goodness. Every time I hear that name, it, I still get butterflies. Um, yeah, it was it was incredible. <laughs> that's, that's, it, that's yeah, the that's the word I was going to say. Just incredible. It must have been surreal, this huge influence on you and this mega country star, and there you were performing on the same stage. Can you describe it in uh, – can you find the words? Normally, I would say that I was nervous, but at this point, I was in my, my home province, um, and the minute I got onto the stage, I, I felt a rush of excitement, rather. It wasn't the same feelings as I've always felt, um, and I think maybe opening up for Hunter Hayes helped with that, but I got on that stage. The first person that I saw in the crowd was my father. No, Nowhere to lie. He was probably about, like, 20 rows down or something. He was the first person oh. I saw, so that... That gave me a little bit of comfort, mm-hmm. and uh, and I, I saw many um, faces that I recognized, but I also gained a huge amount of fans from that show, especially from Quebec. I didn't actually have a, a, a ton of fans in um province, but now I do, so that was a payoff in itself. Now, everybody who's listening will want to know, as do I, did you get a chance to talk with Shania, to meet her, and, and uh, have a, a conversation? Everyone asks me this question, and Shania has been one of the biggest role models for me growing up. But unfortunately, this time I did not get to meet her. Uh, the show was a little bit hectic, so I don't blame her whatsoever. Um, mm-hmm. It was a little bit of a letdown, obviously, but uh, sure. I think I'll have. I think there's another chance for me in the future to kind of sit down and have a chat with her. So I look forward to that for sure. Well, that's great, and you do such a wonderful cover of Whose Bed Have Your Boots Been Under. I think that's my favorite Shania, if I had to nail it down, favorite Shania song. Of course, it was basically her first one, her first huge hit back in the day. Might have had a couple others before that, but that was the song, and I love it. It's just such a cool lyric, and again, you do a great job of it at your YouTube channel. Oh, thank you very much. I didn't know if uh, how many people had seen that video, but uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, I think yeah. that song just alone made her uh, kind of seem like the girl next door um, type of gal, and it's very, very fun. And, yeah, that's probably one of my favorite songs from her, too. It's just so catchy, and the video is fun and charming, and it just, uh, man, I remember hearing that way, way back, of course, but the first time on the radio and thinking, wow, this song is just catchy from start to finish, and it just it's kind of a feel-good song, too. Let's turn to one of your songs. We do have your brand new song coming up a bit later. It's called Good Times, and we'll get to that. But right now we're going to go back to uh, the album in 2014 called Open Skies. And this song is called Love is in the Middle of Us. And what can you tell us about the song, Trinity? Love is in the Middle of Us was a song that I had this idea um, because, to be honest, my boyfriend and I are two completely we're a lot alike but we're also a lot different so we we kind of had to like blend ourselves kind of in the middle and and support each other where we were kind of different from one another so meeting in the middle I guess uh so I brought this idea Mm -hmm. up with uh, my manager Trey Mills who I wrote the song with and I also wrote it with um Russ Broom who co-produces my albums and most of my songs and uh and we came up with this song of of one person kind of like an internet dating like they hadn't met before but they knew um, there was this kind of connection and she was kind of this free, free soul. And he was, uh, I guess he was let down a lot before and didn't know that he could fall in love again. And eventually they meet each other and they fall in love. That's a great, uh, that's a great hook and story for a song. Oh, thank you. 
Well, let's hear it now from my guest, Trinity Bradshaw. This is Love is in the Middle of Us on In the Country. There was a girl Wanted to fly Well, she wore her dreams On her blue jean sleeve Giving everything a try there was a boy Had to pretend Made up of excuses and reasons to lie And a heart that wouldn't mend Well, she's got a reason and he starts believing They've got a shot in love
And that's Alberta country artist Trinity Bradshaw. The song is called Love is in the Middle of Us. You'll find that on her Open Skies album, which is available at iTunes. Got some great songs on there, including, as we talked about before, Missing You, the cover song from the 80s, and another great song called Never Drinking Again. And that was such a fun song in the video to go with it. Tell me a a bit about uh, the response to Never Drinking Again. The response to Never Drinking Again was um, quite hilarious. I I (laughs) Especially playing it at shows, um, before I actually start singing it, I, I say, who in this room has ever said the words, I swear I'm never drinking again? And oftentimes you get people like raising legs. Um, so it's quite funny <laughs> to see, because I know I've said it quite a few times myself, um, right. the idea for it all actually came from my father. And I forgot about this until he actually told me one day. He's like, you know I gave you that idea, right? And uh, and I instantly remembered. He called oh me one goodness. day and said, "Hey, I I say this, but I've never heard anybody ever write a song about it." So my manager and I started out the lyrics room. Who we also wrote "Love Is in the Middle of Us" with, and we just came up with this fun song about Jenny who doesn't know how or when to quit drinking. <laughs> As you said, uh, we can all relate to it, or or most of us can. It's one of those promises we make that we end up breaking by the next weekend, usually. (laughs) Totally. And if you haven't, you know somebody that has. That's right. That's right. (laughs) That is awesome. Fun song and a video that's from the Open Skies album. Let's let's uh, focus on songwriting, Trinity. That is such a big part of your career, along with performing. But, you know, it all starts with the song, and that's what fans respond to, whether it's a ballad or, or something they're going to uh, dance to. Uh, let's, let's go back. When did you first start writing songs? I first started writing songs um, to get out of my groundings. I remember the first song that I ever wrote um, – I was singing melodies. Melodies were kind of always my thing. Lyrics didn't come to me quite as easily. So these songs weren't masterpieces, by all means. Um, So one day my mom, I I don't know, I was fooling around or being stupid or something, and she said, go up to your room or whatever, and put me on the ground, sent me to my room. And uh, within like 10 minutes, I came downstairs, and I sang her this song that I just wrote. I think it was just a verse and a chorus. And she's like, oh, my gosh, and... We talked about how we love songwriting, how I love songwriting, and eventually I didn't go back to my room. So I think I did that a couple times. Um, my mom was so proud of me, so I used it. Um, but after that, I, I soon realized that I needed to learn an instrument. So I picked up the guitar and I started fiddling around with, with different lyrics and writing poems. Um, mm-hmm. And that's kind of how, how, it, how it all started. What what do you yeah. think uh, along the way has made you grow the most as a songwriter? Is it uh, just from time doing it or learning from co-writers or maybe there's seminars, those kind of things you've gone to? How, what what has helped you get from a beginner songwriter to, to where you are now, which is a great one? Thank you. Um, I think you said it all. Um, writing with different people, um, and I've gone to the seminars. Tin Pan South in Nashville is a great songwriting uh, kind of seminar weekend. I learned a lot from that. But number one, I think, is listening. I listen to a lot of different genres of music, um, a lot of different artists um, all across the board. And I think just listening to how other people put lyrics together and kind of learning from that. Because I don't think there's any wrong or right way to write a song. Um, I think you're just always looking for your own ideas. Interesting. I like that. No right or wrong way. Is it um, the end product is 
what you're after regardless of how you got there and regardless of whether it breaks rules or not? Yeah, like I don't believe in, I, I guess I kind of believe in songwriting rules and country music um, has a lot of that. Like it does, um, the story has a lot to do with the great country songs that are out there right now. But you could listen to um, something in the, in the I don't know, the, the blues, like something more bluesy and they're, they don't necessarily follow a story, but they're kind of singing about a feeling. And I think the overall feeling of a song is what sells it, in my opinion. That's mm. how I like to write music. <laughs> Definitely. And, and, yeah, country music captures those feelings and uh, moves us in a lot of cases. I mean, obviously a lot of it's fun party music, but there are so many great songs in country music. Do you have one, and I'm putting you on the spot now, Trinity, but is there a country song over the years, present, past, that has had a lot of meaning for you? Maybe it got you through a tough time or it just helped you see the other side of a situation? Oh gosh, there's so many. I, I there was always this one song, and forgive me, I don't even remember. Jessica, there was this song. I remember the entire lyric. It's I am Rosemary's granddaughter, sitting in it. Jessica yes. Andrews, who I am. Yeah, that's right. That. Oh my gosh. Now that's not that old of a song, but that's a song that got me through a lot. Um, that it, it, she kind of. Uh, the whole song just talks about who you are, and I I believe that believing in yourself is a way to get over anything. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, that's definitely one of those songs that got me there. But mind you, The Dance is one of my all-time favorite songs. Uh, the Gambler, of course, because yeah. just the lyrics and the meaning behind it. And, yeah, so many great, great songs choice. in country music. You, you got <laughs> three you. great songs you just named there. I mean, uh, Who I Am, Jessica Andrews, Garth Brooks, The Dance, and Kenny Rogers, The Gambler, Philosophy and all of them. I mean, The Gambler, you know, it's still such a great song. Kenny is one of my favorite artists of all time, and that song uh, is, is just a great philosophy about life. Oh, More than gosh. A and it, it literally, oh, God, I know. And it hurts me to listen sometimes. There's just, you could just feel, uh, I don't know. It's there's just I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is a it. classic. Love that one. It is. Uh, let's turn to some brand new music from you, Trinity. It's your new single. It's getting a great reception at radio, and it's a catchy song. I love this one of yours. It's called Good Times. And what can you tell me about this song? For example, let's start with the writers on it. The writers. <laughs> These two guys are um, beyond incredible. Um, that's for sure. First of all, Jonathan Singleton. Um, a great writer, very accomplished writer at this point, um, many top tens. I wrote in the same room with him, which was very intimidating, but right beside him was the one and only Derek Rattan, which is a huge Canadian country icon. And uh, I'd been waiting to land a songwriting session with Derek for quite a long time, you can imagine. And Oh, yeah, it, wow. It was nothing but good. It was so much fun, and they are such great guys, down-to-earth, easy to, to get along with. It was amazing. That must have been a dream come true. Uh, Derek Rattan, everyone knows him, of course. Big Canadian country artist, huge songwriter. Blake Shelton has recorded his stuff, and uh, an all-around nice guy. Tell me about uh, oh. being in that room with Derek and, and working on the song. Like you said, a dream come it true. It was such a dream come true, but I thought that it would be a little bit intimidating. But to be honest, he's so down to earth that it wasn't intimidating at all. It was like I had known the guy my whole life. Um, I could chuck out ideas out there and he would stop and listen. And it was it was a great experience. And Derek is a great guy. 
that's uh, you know the mark of a great co-writer, and it's the type of relationship I know you have to have. Whoever is in the room, two or three of you, you've got to trust that you can come up with any idea off the top of your head because you can't censor them all or you're not going to get anywhere, but that you can say it and they're going to listen to it at least and consider it maybe but not judge it, right, or else everybody's just going to shut down. Totally. And that's happened before. That's for sure. It happens with everybody. Everyone connects differently. Everyone's different. Um, but mm-hmm. this right was very comfortable. That is so cool. So tell us, about, we're going to hear the song, but tell me a bit about Good Times and what you want people to get out of the song. Well, I, I came from uh, a little town, as you know, called Summerside, PEI. And I don't know how many people. There's probably like 16,000 people. It's not that small, but it's pretty tiny. And uh, my parents, when I was growing up, they, they kept telling me, they beat it into my head, like, Trinity, you're going to have to leave the island one day and see what's out there for you. There's bigger, there's, there's, there's things out there that you need to focus on. So growing up, I knew that I was eventually going to have to leave, and I think it's very important to take all of the good times that you can get, no matter where you are, no matter how long you're there for, to create these memories that... Whenever you finally have to move, you can look back on those memories and you can kind of fight the hard times at that point. So it's about taking all of the good times you can get. That is awesome. Let's hear that brand new song now from my guest, Trinity Bradshaw. This is Good Times on In the Country. Nothing else to do but ruin your Friday night. Drive past the road up sidewalks. Circle up when we find the right spot to get a little bit of trouble started for the rock and roll hearted. We'll take all the good times, take all the sunshine, take all the blue sky we can get. Take all the midnight, take all the moonshine, turn it up, steal a kiss. It's been a whole lot of hard luck going around, whole lot of rough road we've been rolling down, so we get it while we can, we'll take all the good times, the good times we can get. We're small town, till we bust out of it, Monday, gonna be the talk of it, a little wild, a little too loud, but till they shut us down. We'll take 
And that is Trinity Bradshaw, my guest on this episode of In the Country. She wrote that song along with Jonathan Singleton and Derek Rattan. It's called Good Times, and you'll find that at iTunes now. Be sure to check it out. And, of course, be sure to call your local country station and ask them to play it. Now, uh, that's great to hear new music from you. Is there an album that is going to follow this at some point? Yes, there certainly is. I've been working on an album my entire life. That's kind of the way I look at it. And I'm just waiting. We've been kind of shaping it up, adding songs, removing songs. I still want to write more. I want to make sure that it is the best that I can make it because it will be my very first full-length album. So I want to make sure that it is the best. So um, I'm going back to Nashville in about in a few months, actually, and I'm going to do a ton of writing there. And Hopefully, if, if we don't get any songs to add to the album, then we take what we have. But soon. It's coming soon. <laughs> that is great news, Trinity. I know yeah. all your fans and myself included in that category can't wait to hear uh, the album and new songs from you, including one we just heard, Good Times. If you were to have the chance to add someone to that album, so a duet partner to join you. Could be female, could be male, and could be from any genre. So the question's wide open. Who would you love to have join you on a song? Well, uh, since I haven't really done any duets, I would definitely want to go with the Canadian, since I'm Canadian myself. And nice. I would have to choose Dallas Smith for sure. Awesome. No doubt about it. I think I just love Why his Dallas? voice, and I, hi Dallas. Hopefully he's listening. He's like thinking about it right now. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I think that our voices would would blend very well together. He's kind of got that raspy, and I love rock, and I grew up listening to him um, with default. So why not? Right. I think it would be that a great is so duet. cool. Yeah. I could hear that, yeah, the rasp in both your voices. And uh, when this interview is done, we'll uh, throw it up on Twitter to his attention, too, and we'll, you know, try to stir up some interest there. Oh, my goodness, let's do it. <laughs> that would be <laughs> That would be awesome. That would be, that'd be so cool, Trinity. Well, thank you so much, man. It is great to uh, to catch up with you on the show again and to chat and uh, and play the songs, including the new one. Thanks so much for being here. Oh, it's always nice talking to you. You're so nice to me. And we'll talk again soon, hopefully. We will. We will. My pleasure. My guest has been Alberta country artist Trinity Bradshaw. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.